What is up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Adam Shamim. I hope everyone's having a, or I hope everyone had a great weekend, and I hope everyone has a great week to come. Uh, sun's coming out. Uh, the leaves are growing. Uh, spring is here. And if you didn't know by that theme song, March is here. Now, today I have a new guest on my podcast, one of my best friends, uh, and someone who has a very smart business mind, um, very smart sports mind, just a very just a very smart mind in general, a very good person to be around. Uh, here's Christian, or as a lot of us know him, Deji Lewis. Now, Deji, talk to everyone. Uh, how you been? And um, also talk about um, your uh, your shoe business. Oh. Well, hey, guys. I appreciate you having me on the show, Adam. Um, yeah, so I've been reselling shoes for a couple months now. And today it happened to be that I had a story sale where I posted all the shoes that I had on my story and I had 20 to 25 pairs and it, it within two to three hours, we've almost sold out and we have three pairs left now. So I enjoy sneakers and of course we enjoy making money. So, yeah, you know, it's just something, yeah, it's just something that I enjoy doing and I hope to do for a pretty long time, you know? Yeah. You know, it's definitely and I always tell you this, um, it's something that's really good for the community. You know, I always tell you shoe selling over drug selling any day of the week. And yeah, uh, yeah we just we just uh, and we try new things and uh, and we reap the benefits. Now, obviously, it's a great month because, you know, it's March Madness. And obviously, last year, COVID ending it. I remember exactly where I was when I heard the news that it was uh, getting canceled. Um, you know, it was tough to tough to handle. Um, and I thought we would never get to this point uh, where we would have another March Madness. But here we are. And it has been off to an insane start. And I want to give a quick shout out to the Oral team who just beat. Um, first of all, on Friday, they beat Ohio State was the number two seed that busted a lot of people's brackets like straight off the bat. And oh, then they just beat they just beat the Florida Gators. So they're the second 15 seed to go on to the sweet 16. There's a party in Tulsa, Oklahoma right now. They're celebrating in the streets, but um, yeah, just talk to me about some of the upsets that have been going on recently. I mean, I insane. My bracket right now, I don't know about you, but my bracket is down bad. I mean, Oral Roberts, they're a great team. You know, I think a couple years, years ago, it was Loyola college and they're in the tournament right now. Yeah. But, you know, everyone was with Loyola College. And I feel like Oral Roberts is, you know, they're up next because they've been doing great. They're a fun team to watch. And they beat two really good teams, you know? Yeah. I mean, Oral Roberts um, is one of those schools that, like, they they fly a little bit under the radar. You know, they, they, they have – the first of all, they have the leading score in, like, not even – like, not even in his conference or anything. Like, in the whole country – Max Asmus, spelled Abmus, so it's a little bit of a weird pronunciation. He's averaging 24 points per game. He had, I believe, 28 tonight. And they also have a guy who averages 18 points per game, Kevin O'Banner. So shout out to him. He had a double-double today against Florida. And, yeah, and also they're they're the second-best free-throw shooting team in America right now. So don't send these boys to the line or else they're going to they're gonna knock down some free-throws. Um. And we also had Abilene Christian um, defeating Texas last night, which busted a lot of people's brackets. I actually picked Abilene Christian as a joke in one of my brackets, but somehow 
Really? They do Texas and they're and they're and then you saw their coach uh in the locker room. He was doing his his little dance. Little you know? dance. Yeah, I saw yeah. And um all and also, you know, we, we can't forget about um what was pretty much the biggest story of the day. Number eight Loyola Chicago defeating the number one team in the Midwest region, Illinois, who a lot of people picked, including me, to win the national championship. So how how was how was that um, for you watching it and kind of um, you, you know what 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 do you have to say about this Loyola team? I mean that team is dangerous because I woke up this morning, you know I was feeling good. I have Illinois to win in two of my three brackets to win the whole thing, and I just I was watching the game and Illinois just got dominated. It looked like they got outmatched, you know, yeah. like Loyola College kept up. They had so many steals. Like, um, A.O. was just – he was doing bad today. A lot of turnovers. And they just got outplayed, to be honest, and out-hustled. Yeah, I mean, the Battle of Chicago, um, ratings were going up. You know, everyone was tuning in. Uh, Cameron Crutwig um, on Loyola Chicago, their center, who was actually on that 2018 Final Four team. Shout-out to him. He was a third-team All-American. He was just whooping the Illinois center, Kofi Coburn, in the post with all of his hooks and just insane post work. And – um you know, yeah. you know, like you win games uh, a lot of times based on your fundamentals, you know, and, and also Loyola, they were playing amazing defense today. So, um, you know, shout out to them. Uh, I believe their next game, I don't, I have to check uh, the brackets actually. Um, but yeah, Loyola moving on to the Sweet 16 uh, for the second time in uh, four years. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch them and shout out to Sister Jean, the legend. I mean, can't say enough yeah. about her. I mean, that was that was a great performance. They held basically, I'd say a top three. I'm our top five, but arguably a top three team in the nation to 58 points today. So I mean, that just shows the pure dominance. I mean, Illinois was ranked second going into the tournament in the whole country, and they were held to 58 points with a pretty healthy roster. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It it really just shows that any like bad night in March Madness, I mean, your season's done, and uh, yeah, it's just been. I mean, I've just been really enjoying this tournament. I mean, just like going on going online to March Madness Live, which is one of the greatest things ever invented. I mean, this is this has just been so much fun. Um, we also had Syracuse today beating West Virginia. Now Syracuse is a bit of an unusual team because they run a two three zone, which. If you if you use it right, and you know this, if you use it right, it can frustrate. It can throw a team off, um, and it and it really can. Uh, it's really, it's really a, a something you know, beautiful when used right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's definitely a weapon because not many teams use it, or to be honest, not at all. They're one of the only teams in the country to use a two three like the entire game. So. It's kind of hard to game plan for, although it's one of the basic things. Like, you just don't see it every day. And they have great shooters, especially Buddy. Yeah, um, Buddy Bayham today. 25 today. Buddy, ba- Buddy Bayham had 25 points. He had 6 of 13 from 3. I mean, this guy, now, we, we all know he's the coach's son, legendary coach Bayham. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, coach's sons, they get – they get looked at as like soft, whatever, you know, most of them bench warmers, like coach Kyle Perry's son, you, you know, I'm a Kentucky fan. Now he played for Kentucky. Um, and he just transferred like last year. Former. 
he barely played. But this guy, but he's a grinder. And a lot of people would say, oh, like Coach Beheim, he's just giving time to his son because he's a son. But, you know, he's been putting in the work. I mean, his shooting's insane. And he's, he's really a bucket. He, yeah, he's definitely leading them. And he's, he's changed the narrative, you know, of Coach's son because he's going crazy himself. Like, I could easily see him bringing this team to the Final Four, to be honest, the way he's playing right now. So he's, he's, he's one person that's super fun to watch right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, something, it's something special, really, um, to see him kind of, you know, carry a Syracuse and New York team, uh, you know, to – and we could have had New, uh, New York versus New Jersey if Rutgers would have won, but they choked. Houston moves on. That was mm-hmm. a good game. Now – uh, let's talk about um, what was that team called? Let's talk about hmm. I'm trying to think. Oh, Ohio University. I don't know Ohio University beat Virginia by four points. Um, they're the 13 seed. So another 13 seed goes on to the next round. Um, and they have this point guard named Jason Preston, who he didn't have his best game yesterday, but he he's been he's been helping Ohio this whole season, and he's he's got a great story. You know, working his way up. He's a high school bench warmer to now, obviously, one of the best uh, college basketball players and the ones that people look forward to. So yeah, uh, shout out to Ohio. Yeah, I had them. I had them. Uh, to be honest, in every bracket that I made, I really think that this Virginia team is overrated, and always has been. The three, in my opinion, like the three most overrated sports colleges in America, are Ohio State, Texas, and Virginia basketball. Like, just in general, I don't like those colleges, so I always pick against them. And it happened to be that all three of them got, um, you know, they got knocked out of the first round. Yeah, I mean, so. it's really it's really something, um, you know, Virginia's kind of – now, I like Virginia. I've been rooting for Virginia for a long time. But the thing is with Virginia, they're a very slow team. They rely on their defense, um, but you need some offense. And Virginia was shooting a lot that game. They were missing a lot that game. And like I said before, one bad night March Madness and your uh, season's done. So that's gonna be, um, that's gonna be the way it is for the rest of time. Now, let's uh, let's let's go on. Oh, no, okay. All right, we are back. Uh, we cut off, you know, technical difficulties. They happen. But we are here for part two. Um, and, yeah, we got our March Madness talk. Uh, just two more things uh, to cover for March uh, about March Madness. So Oregon versus VCU was uh, declared a no contest due to VCU having a positive test or t- actually multiple positive tests. Um, and the information is kind of scarce right now. Um, we don't know like how they got it or like when they got it or whatever, but multiple positive tests within the last 72 hours caused them to have to basically forfeit uh, and be out of the tournament and Oregon moves on around too. So um, kind of what's your reaction to that? And um, like, do you see this happening more throughout the tournament? I feel super bad for VCU, you know, because they worked their way the entire season through the season. Like, this season's probably been the hardest for, Every team, every coach, you know, it's just so different for everyone. And the fact that they had to give it up without even being able to try, you know, this season ending so abruptly. And especially the seniors, like, they just move on like nothing happened. So 
Exactly. Um, it hurt my bracket, obviously, because I'm terrible with BC brackets. was one of those sleepers. Yeah, I thought they would do well, but they didn't even get the chance to show out, so I kind of feel yeah. bad. So it's really tough. Um, kind of, do you think that um, that COVID – now, you know the whole tournament's being in Indiana, and, you know, the virus – and it's another one of those bubble environments. We saw the NBA bubble, of course, and that worked out pretty well, but – you know, this is different. This is more teams, more players, more staff and whatnot. So do you think that as much as you don't really want to think about it, do you think that this that, that COVID could possibly cancel more games? I mean, it's clearly proven to have canceled games in the past. It's canceled this game. It's canceled different sporting events. So I could it could be very likely, although, of course, like you said, we would not like to see that. But because there's a bubble, there's just no, you know, it's not, always, perfect, you know? so. it's not gonna be perfect, you know. So it's not gonna be perfect, you know. So we just gotta we just gotta hope and pray that um uh you know COVID doesn't really ruin you know this great event. So another thing, obviously um there was uh lots of controversy over the men's weight room in March Madness and the women's weight room in March Madness. Um now you know me, uh I respect women's uh basketball uh, i don't usually get to watch it um but you know i'll watch it from time to time you know me i'm a huge uh sabrina unescu fan one of the legends she actually liked my post on instagram so shout out to her um but yeah i mean it, it was on halloween um uh, i was wearing her jersey and uh yeah shout out to her for liking my picture but anyways basically um the the men's weight room you know it's a normal weight room it's got all this state-of-the-art equipment. And then with the women's weight room, they had, like, just a yoga mat and a few dumbbells. Now, as I'm speaking right now, they've upgraded the weight room for the women, uh, and it looks a lot better. But kind of when that happened, you know, what, what was your thoughts? Um, and do you think that it's the NCAA's fault? Like, wh- what do you think? My reaction to that situation was that was very disrespectful, you know? Because our own school gym, I could say, our own, like, fitness center was better than what those uh, college athletes were provided. And they take a lot of sacrifice as well. So they got disrespected. And although, like, you could expect it to not be um, as good as the men's, although you might not agree with it. But, like, the way they had that, they had so much space to uh, put equipment for them. And even their meals, like, I... I thought that was very disrespectful of the NCAA. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, it really just goes back to the fact that college athletes, you know, they don't get paid. Everyone else gets paid. The TV, uh, TV companies get, just get paid. All, um, athletic department gets paid. Everything gets paid except for these students. Um, and, you know, I, I, I've, I've said this before, you know, I love March Madness, but I hate the NCAA because it's just, they, that you, you know you know about the story of Sharif Cooper, right? Um, he he was ruled ineligible, and he almost like didn't play at all for Auburn, um, but he eventually played. But he, it took a while, you know, f- to get them to to free him. Basically, it was some agent thing, you know. Nancy Elwin doesn't know what they're talking about. And a lot of times, yeah. and also, you know, when you transfer schools, let's say for basketball, like they don't approve your waiver, which doesn't make sense. And uh, and yeah, we just gotta we just gotta be grateful for 
you know, these athletes just putting on a show. Um, and, you know, they're going to get the big bucks when they get to the NBA. So let, let's let's play a little game. We're going to play NBA, Hall of Fame or not. So I'm going to give you a player. Now, the players I'm about to give you right now are if these players were to retire today, would you put them in the Hall of Fame? So the first one's a bit of an interesting one. And a lot of people have been going back and forth about this one. Derek Rose, do you feel like if he retired today, would he be in the Hall of Fame? Yes, this is very debatable, but I think that they that he would be in the Hall of Fame today. And let me tell you why, because he was in the wasn't he the youngest unanimous MVP? Yeah. And he did it while being a rookie. Like, I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon. Like prime Derrick Rose, and we did not even get to see prime Derrick Rose, you know? We just got to see a very good version of him, but I don't think he was at his prime yet. And he was so young and it was so unfortunate, but I really think that he would definitely be in the Hall of Fame if he were to retire right now. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm going to have to say uh, a no. Um, the first MVP to ne- to not make the Hall of Fame. Now, I love Derrick Rose. He plays for the Knicks. Um, he's one of those inspirational stories because he's still, you know, oh, wow. I actually, the Knicks game, just as I'm speaking right now, is in overtime. So I'm going to put that on my computer right now. I don't know how this happened, but we're going to keep an eye on that but like i was saying oh wait hold on so we have a little bit of interruption here it's julius randall step back corner three over tobias harris and it bounced in that wow else. and then he had a chance to win it um because philadelphia turned it over and he barely missed that's wild oh man that's unfortunate uh, yo um well we're in overtime right, we're gonna keep it on that but we're gonna keep playing the game so, like I was saying, Derek Gross is one of the most inspirational stories I think a basketball player can ever have because, you know, he may not have returned to the MVP form, but he recovered from ACL injury and he is still, you know, putting up buckets. Um, and, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of work. He's kind of, he's, he doesn't really care about the, as you know, he wants a ring, but, you know, he cares about mentoring the youth like Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin on the Knicks. Um, and, you know, I feel like, I feel like championships define MVPs uh, as much as stats, like numbers and all that. So, honestly, I feel like no, but we're just going to have to see how it plays out. I want him to make the Hall of Fame, but we'll see. Um, The next player, Clay Thompson, do you think that if he retired today, he would make the Hall of Fame? I do not think so, no. Ooh, that's that's an interesting – that's a bold take. Now, now tell me why. You said Clay Thompson, correct? Um. I don't know. I feel like he just hasn't accomplished anything by himself yet. I mean, obviously he has the rings and the and the three point records. Yes, of course, but I just don't think he's like he could. He wouldn't be able to take a team on by himself, you know, and be the main scorer and the main leader. So until he can prove that or just become even more elite than he was, I'm not sure if he's making the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I'm gonna have to say yes. Um, I think Clay Thompson is one of the best shooters of our generation. I think yes, you're right. He has obviously been helped. Now, now obviously he's had a big part to play, but you know Steph Curry, KD, um, obviously were huge parts as well to winning all those championships. But he does have the most threes in a game, most threes in a playoff game, three point records, um, and I feel like I feel like when it's all said and done, I think one more championship. I think I think he's in, but. We're gonna have to see. Obviously, Clay Thompson. He, he may not have put up the biggest numbers. I think around like twenty was his career average, 
but his three point shooting is on is obviously on another level. Um, and I think he's one of the, I think he's one like a top ten shooter of all time. I, I don't think that's a reach. And uh, oh, no, no, not at all. You don't think he's top ten? No, I'd go as far as saying he is um top five to be honest. I, maybe I'll go like yeah. Steph Curry, Reggie Miller, Steve Kerr, Clay Thompson, Ray Allen. I think that's. I think that's pretty good for for a list. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. I'd yeah. definitely say it's top five. Yeah. All right. The next player, Kyrie Irving, Hall of Fame or not? Kyrie Irving. Um, I'd say Kyrie Irving is in the Hall of Fame. I would say so. Reason being, he hit one of the clutchest shots in all time, in NBA history. I mean, if you think about the people, don't like realize like not the backstory. I guess so. The backstory, like. You know, it was for it was during the comeback of the three one lead. LeBron's block, like just so much was going on at once on the road, and he was so ballsy and was able to take such a great shot. I mean, I think that shot is like a career defying shot. You know, that that's a Hall of Fame level type of shot. Yeah, honestly, he has he has the championship now. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, you know, the way he acts and all that. Maybe not Hall of Fame. I think just more championships, and I think he's going to win at least two more championships in his career. Um, I I personally think, I personally think, yeah, I'll have to agree with you. He's, he's on the way to a Hall of Fame career. I think one of the greatest, if not the greatest, handles in the history of the game. I um, mean, he's one of those game changers. Um, that if you have him on your team, um, you, you your chances of winning goes straight up. Now, this player is a bit of an interesting one. Um, right now, obviously a role player, but he has the championships to boot. Andre Iguodala, Hall of Fame or not? Hall of Fame for sure. I feel like he's accomplished enough in his career that he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I I I I'm gonna have to agree with you. You know the championships. A lot of people forget Finals MVP one year. Um, mm-hmm. he can lock he can lock up the best players, uh, point guard or obviously like LeBron level players. And I feel like um. You know, even his 76ers days when he was like the athletic freak, um, you know, shot creator. But now he's more of the defender, kind of veteran leader. Um, you know, he's a, he's really, um, I would say, very underrated in terms of, you know, like winning. Um, and I think uh, – and I, and, I, and I definitely think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Next player, Russell Westbrook, Hall of Fame or not, if he retired today. That one – I'm on the fence on, to be honest, because I'm not sure. Because statistically, he does, but he has no rings. But um, what is your take on it? Let me hear I'm, I'm going to say for Russell Westbrook, I'm going to go with hmm, – I'm going to go with no because he needs rings. I feel like this the triple doubles for like three straight seasons, averaging a triple double, the MVP, I just think – it, it, it's tough, kind of, like, I think in the future, he could win a championship that would propel him to the Hall of Fame. But I think if he were to retire today, I don't think he would be in the Hall of Fame just because, um, you know, he's not the most efficient player. Um, and I feel like stats do say something. But if you look at kind of um, how he kind of performs in the playoffs and, and, and whatnot, um, I, I, don't, I don't see it happening right now. Like, if he were to to retire but i think in the future he just needs one championship i feel like to get into the hall of fame but we'll see how that plays out now the next few players i'm going to give you um are up and coming players um and you have to tell me 
if you think that like in the future, like when their career is said and done, like kind of projecting their future, like how many championships they have, you know, later in their career, whatever, do you think that they should be in the Hall of Fame? Now, the first player, Luka Doncic, do you think that in the future he's going to be in the Hall of Fame? I think so. He's playing at an elite level. At not Yeah, he's still very young. Let me check up on his age, but Luka Doncic, the things he does is very special. I mean, he's been playing basketball, pro basketball since, what, he was 14, I'm pretty sure? Yeah. I mean, he's 22 right now. And, he, yeah, I think he could definitely get a ring. I mean, he has the tools to get him. Christoph Sprzingis, when healthy, is a great player. So, ring he, or yeah. no ring, I think he's capable of being in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think his stats, I think his game-changing ability, I think I've never seen a player that really slows down the pace like he does. Um, he can really just lull you to sleep with his slow handles and his slow movements and all that. Um, and his step back, Jay, um, kind of, you know, competing with Hardens is the best in the league. Um, but it's really, it's really something, uh, you know, special seeing him, you know, amazing on a nightly basis. Obviously we, re- we remember the, the game winner against the Clippers in the playoffs. That was a very good series. Um, and yeah, I think, I think I'll have to say in the future, he, he definitely is going to be in the hall of fame. I believe so. Um, the next player is going to be. Oh, you got you got a phone call. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put it on. All right, so uh, Deji had a phone call to take, but, you know, it's all good because thank you to Anchor um, for allowing us to kind of save our episodes and uh, let us continue. So, like I was saying, Luka Doncic, I feel like um, he definitely is one of those players that, like, he has, um, you know, game-changing ability. He has a slow pace to his handles. He has um, one of the best uh, step-back jumpers in the league today. Um, and he has a winning mentality, and we obviously remember the shot he hit against the Clippers in the playoffs in the bubble. That was a great series. Um, and ultimately, I, I just really like, um, I just really like his attitude, and I think he's definitely a Hall of Famer. I think I see three championships in his future, but I'm not too sure. Next player, Zion Williamson. Do you think in the future he'll be in the Hall of Fame? Personally, I don't think so. You know, I feel like he will be a great player, and he's an all-caliber type of player. But I'm not sure if he's um if he's that you know that level. Like there's a difference between being a great player, an all star, and a Hall of Famer. And I'm not sure if he's gonna be able to surpass that peak. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say hmm, this is a tough one in the future. I'm gonna have to go with no because I, I just think he's gonna be one of those players that like he's gonna he's gonna average a lot of points and like but I feel like he's not going to win a ring because he's going to be on like the Pelicans for a lot of his career. Then he might then he might be on another bad team for his career. Maybe he'll get an injury that like kind of ends his career. I, I'm not really sure. I feel like I feel like in the future, no. But that might change. You know, if he kind of starts to make playoff appearances and and uh, get close to a championship. Now, last player, Devin Booker. In the future, do you see him going to the Hall of Fame? 
100%, I believe Devin Booker will be in the Hall of Fame. I feel like it's self-explanatory. He's a, an elite-level player right now. Still gets snubbed of an All-Star game, of All-Star games consistently, but he's 100% a Hall of Famer in my opinion. Yeah, I got to agree with you. I think in the future he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I think he was obviously like mentored by Kobe, um, and he has a lot of that Kobe style you know, to his game. Um, he can hit clutch shots. Um, he's a great shot creator, puts up numbers. Um, the Suns are just starting to get good. He's starting to bring the glory back with Chris Paul. And, yeah, I think he just needs to get more all-star appearances. The NBA has just been killing us with not picking him uh, first in the all-star game, always picking him in the injury replacement section. But I think in the future, you know, just needs to put up numbers and uh, win, like, double championships. Um, and I think he'll definitely uh, be able to do that. And uh, I think in the future, Devin Booker will be a Hall of Famer. Now, uh, next segment, we're going to be talking about um, one of the great social media stars and one of those characters that we've all grown to love uh, in the past quarantined year, Flight Reacts. Now, I'll let um, Deji explain this whole situation. So uh, talk to me, bro. Okay, so from my understanding, he has um, his girlfriend, uh, Andrea, they have been um, going through a lot of stuff lately and a lot of beef, including on his own stream. And she's been very crazy. I mean, like knocking on his door, insanely lying to him, just being a very manipulative and a bad girlfriend. And Flight's just had enough with it. And he um, posted a breakup video on yes YouTube yesterday. Uh, talking about the whole situation with a more in-depth, of course, um, explanation on what's been going on with them. But it's a it's a bad look for uh, Drea as she's a Twitch streamer herself. Yeah, um, I think that I think it definitely taught me a lesson of like um, you gotta you, you you can't really I won't say you can't really trust a girl, but I will say you gotta really watch out for if you like pick up a girlfriend or whatever um and whatnot and uh if i'm not mistaken those two they had a kid together right uh no that was the that was his previous girlfriend um, oh right right janet yeah 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 i forgot about her but either way um i just i just think that she was very crazy i thought the 10 minute there was a 10 minute video on youtube of him like on his stream and and this girl she's just like she's i feel like she's using him you know for clout and she put his hands on his equipment when he told her not to. He was asking very nicely, by the way, to kind of um, ask her to leave and all that. And, you know, I feel like um, she's being manipulative and trying to get his fans to kind of think a different way, um, arguing on stream um, and, you know, obviously going crazy, you know, banging on the door um, because flight uh, so basically where this all comes from was flight posted a tweet saying he's single and whatever and she asked him to delete it and he said no because he was being serious and you know she asked him to delete the tweet and and she's just like she and, and you know what really ticked me off was her her giggling you know that was just mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. very annoying it was very immature and acting like it wasn't serious yeah you know, you know like you like you gotta let the man make decisions and you gotta let um you got to let him be. And, um, you know, he's single and and she's been exposed. And it's really it's really something that you can learn a lot from. And shout out to Flight for really um, bringing light to the whole situation. And 
Uh, the Knicks are about to win. Uh, looks like 5.3 seconds left. Uh, they have two free throws. New Orleans Noel. Let's now. Um, before we go, uh, I just want to bring uh, some light to uh, something that I think a little bit more. Uh, mental health. Now, obviously, this year's been uh, this past year's been tough, and uh, also you know recently this year. Um, even though you know nothing too like crazy personally for me or maybe personally for you has happened um you know in the world we're still you know enduring things like um or we're still seeing stuff on the news like asian hate um you know disrespect to still the black community um and minorities and all this stuff um so kind of like what would be your message to anyone kind of like like still like kind of going through it um still trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel um you know, what would be your message? My message is, as a person who is personally affected on nearly a daily basis, you just got to push through it, you know, because it's it's not going to it's not going to come with the snap of a fingers. You know, it's going to be a long process and it's going to be a war. But hopefully very soon we could get through it because it's just why hate, you know, yeah. we're all trying to accomplish the same goals and just be good people but you know some people just don't understand that yeah um I, I i just think that um with with everything going on i would i would also say you know just just choose love and you know and and i would just say like um for me personally um like it's just tough seeing all this and it makes me kind of depressed sometimes and you know we're all trying to make the world a better place and we also just want to, um, we want happiness for all, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. We, we want to, uh, we want to keep grinding and we want to keep achieving our goals. And, um, you know, for anyone kind of going through it, I would just say, like you said, push through it, but I would also just say, um, just, just keep being yourself, you know, don't change anything. Um, you know, you're, you are your own, you, um, you know, and, and just stay the course, um, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and uh, if you believe in God, um, God will find a way for you and God will always have your back. But if you don't, um, just know that, um, you know, the universe will, will put, you know, good things for you because they, they'll know that you've been going through it. Um, so I want to say thank you to Christian Deji Lewis for hopping on the podcast. Um, you know, I had a lot of fun with this one, uh, a lot of great discussions. And personally, um you know, it's one of my favorite. I know I say this all the time, but this is one of my favorite episodes, really, because um, we talked about a lot and we and I and I learned a lot for sure. Um, so thank you to Christian Deji Lewis for hopping on. Uh, any last words for the people? Um, I appreciate your invite. You know, I I hope to be on the podcast soon, and I really enjoyed it. As is it just me, or is the Nick are the Knicks losing right now? Oh, I I I thought I, it was I, I read it wrong. I, I, is actually they fouled Tobias Harris, but but here we go. Last shot, Julius Randle. He's driving to the hole, and he oh, it, he's calling yeah. for a foul. It, it rolled off the rim. He had the last shot. He was rushing down the court, and it looks like the 76ers win. Ha! It's Pain. a heartbreaker to the end of the episode. Pain. 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 All right, and uh, looks like they're still arguing for a foul. Um, but you know, you know these refs, NBA refs, they're one of the worst, some of the worst. All right, so hope everyone has a great rest of their week. Um, 
keep watching March Madness. Uh, keep staying safe. Wear a mask. And um, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, guys. See you guys. Thank you.